Hello, everyone, and welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you tips, tools, and resources to help you discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, holistic health and mindfulness coach, Amanda Bickham. Thank you, and welcome to the show. going to be a very powerful topic, which I feel has brought me so much clarity. And for all of those of you who responded to my Facebook story, who were able to watch and hear kind of some of what happened in my experience, and for all those men who wrote into me and shared what was coming up for them, and I had way more responses than I could have ever even imagined. So many beautiful men came out and shared their truth around why they feel as though some men react in this way. And they share everything from, you know, why they feel what their challenges are as men in today's society, as well as, you know, how they felt I responded and their response to how they felt I handled the situation. So I've got a lot of really amazing insight. And, you know, one of the things that I am so incredibly grateful for is that this topic really created the space for a lot of men to feel as though they could be safe in expressing their truth with me and expressing what has come up for them when they heard my story. And one of the challenges that I feel as though has been harder for me working with men is creating this safe space for men to truly be honest and be open and be humble and be vulnerable with why they feel as though these triggers come up. So I want to recap for those of you who are just watching right now, what happened to me if those, if you weren't able to watch my story, basically I was walking down the street and a man had approached me, just friendly conversation, you know, just, Hey, how are you? Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And ended up asking me if I wanted to get tea. And of course I'm a super open person and I love connecting with people. doesn't matter what gender and I'm happy to get tea. But as a woman, it's oftentimes that I think that I'm going into a situation with a man where it's just simply platonic or simply friendly, and this man or many men end up having maybe some some other intentions that they would love to have fed as well. Now, there is nothing wrong with that. Let me start by saying that. We are all animalistic in our nature, and we are attracted to the opposite sex, and it's beautiful, and it's divine, and... You know, I'm grateful for that connection because it's beautiful. And also, it's really important as a woman, you know, I think both men and women, we have our hearts closed so often because we don't want to get hurt or we don't want to get misunderstood or we have been hurt in the past. So it creates these walls and conditionings. And so it creates oftentimes a lack of authentic communication. And so basically what ended up happening I said, yes, sure, I'm, I'm happy to grab some tea. I gave him my number. Well, when he reached out to me later and he was like, hey, would you like to grab tea or dinner? I said, yes, you know, like I'm, I'm very open to grabbing tea and even possibly dinner. But I want to be super open with you and let you know where I am. And I'm available for a deeper connection. I'm available to get to know you. But what I'm not available for is anything romantically or sexually. And in my sharing of this, 
his response was kind of a little bit, um, you know, it was like, hey, thanks for being frank, and I'm on business, and if I, you know, if, if I end up connecting with a woman romantically, I could get fired, and, you know, I'm not that cheap, and I'm not sure how, you know, just an offer to, to go have tea or to have dinner um, turned into, you know, a sexual advance. And for me, like, I, I consider myself to be genuinely a pretty good communicator, and um, by no means was I accusing anyone of having any misintentions. I personally was just stating my own boundaries and where I was at, because as a woman, so often, we are open, we want to be open, we want to love, we want to give love, we want to have touch, we want to have affection, and we don't always want it to be sexual. And because so often touch is really taboo in a lot of our cultures, and we all want touch, we all want affection, it feels good to have a hug, it feels good to have just non-sexual connection and touch is very powerful. And yet because so often our touch is taken in the wrong way, we refrain and we don't allow ourselves to open up that avenue because we don't want to be misunderstood and we don't want to lead men on. So anyways, back to my story. So he responded in that way, and I personally felt, well, maybe I did something wrong, you know, maybe, or I didn't really feel that way, but I was like, you know what, maybe there was a better way I could communicate to the masculine. So in my story, I shared out, I said, listen, like, here's what happened, men, I want to know what you think. And so here I am, and if those of you men who are watching right now and you want to share, or even women, this is a conversation for both men and women, my biggest work in the world is to help the masculine and the feminine inside of ourselves begin to come back together as one, and therefore our relationships get better, we begin to understand one another, because let's be honest, you guys, if we're in a relationship and we're communicating in this relation, or we're in this romantic partnership, Oftentimes you ask someone what their biggest challenge is, is that, and they're going to say communication, right? We fight because we don't understand one another. My biggest work in the world, I believe, is to help to bring unison back to the masculine and feminine. So here's what I want to share, which is some of what came up to me from all the men who answered. And thank you so much for all of you who chose to open up your hearts and your souls and be vulnerable. It was a really beautiful space that was created for many men to be honest and open about what their challenges are about being a man in this world today and a lot of the confusion and a lot of the abuse. I Even people talked about the Me Too movement, which is, as many of you know, something that I speak a lot on. So here we go, right? Most people, most of the men, for all you ladies listening, most of the men said, you know what? I think that you did the right thing. I think that by being open and vulnerable and honest and transparent in the very beginning helps men to better understand where you're at. And it doesn't waste anybody's time. And if a man gets defensive, that's on himself, which is truthfully how I felt. And men, men who are watching right now, oftentimes when sexual abuse happens or when a man responds in a way, women take the blame. We feel like, oh my God, what did I do? Like, it must have been my fault. I didn't want to upset them. Even in sexual assault cases, this is really what I'm finding a lot of the women who are coming to me having had sexual trauma, they believe that it's their fault, okay? So this is one of the biggest challenges that underlie, I believe, you know, the repression of the feminine it's like it's your fault you know the story that underlines both masculine and feminine is not enough and so 
for most of the men who wrote into me, they said, listen, I think that you did a great job. And then they began to talk about how, here's how I could have maybe continued to relate to the masculine and hold the masculine. First, many men acknowledged and shared that the male ego is very fragile and that they're so vulnerable because men are being asked to continuously put themselves out there and there's always a fear of being rejected. And any time that a man is rejected, it diminishes his sense of self and it creates this blockage and it's painful. Some of the words that men use was they have to continuously be vulnerable, but yet also in their vulnerability, they need to continue to hold strength because showing emotions, we're culturally conditioned that men shouldn't show their emotions. Therefore, it stops the flow of communication. And so what I think this is really powerful for all the men watching and for all the men who can relate to this is continuously having to put themselves out there and really exposing themselves. It's very vulnerable. And for a woman to say, hey, thanks, I'm not interested. Let's be honest, male or female, if you get rejected, it's hard. It's not easy. It's not comfortable. But here's where the awakened person, the awakened being begins to take responsibility. It's not about you. Don't ever make a situation about you. It's about the individual. It's about your own journey. So if someone rejects you, rule number one of the four agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz, which Kellum, you brought into that, into this conversation. And I think it's a great book that anybody should read. If you have not yet read it, the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Okay. But one of the first agreements is don't take things personally, right? It's not about you. This situation with me and this man and any man, it's like, look, I know where I'm at. It's not that you're not smart enough, that you're not cute enough, that you're not, you know, I'm just not there. And I think that it's incredibly powerful for me to know where I am and for any individual to know where they are so that they can truly begin to stand in their truth. And that way these lines, blurry lines and games don't get played. So for any person who feels as though rejection is the reason why the male ego is, you know, so soft and so vulnerable, don't take it personally. If that woman is not interested in any way, shape or form, just trust in the ultimate divine universe that there's a better someone out there for you and be thankful for both men and women. Be thankful that you're getting this awareness before you go down a road and realize that it was never supposed to be the relationship for you anyways. My question to everyone is, what if we showed up more authentically? What if we just chose to communicate our truth in whatever way that it needed to be communicated so that we could all understand one another and that there were no blurry lines and games being played? We could all feel more safe. We could feel more safe in expressing our vulnerability. We could feel more safe in allowing ourselves to be heard. We could feel more safe in allowing ourselves to be open and to be connected to and coming from a place of love. So this is something, you know, for both men and women to, I invite you to, to think about is how has your communication been? And here's something for the women, right? As a woman, I know that sometimes we 
cannot always be as clear. And again, I think it comes from cultural conditioning as well, right? For so long, the feminine, and for all of us, men and women, the feminine has been repressed because it's been, sh no, like, don't, don't show your emotions, don't show your feelings, you're being too much of a girl, toughen up. And so we feel guilty or we feel bad if we're having feelings that are not good feelings because only people want to enjoy the good, right? And if you have feelings that are, let's say, lower vibrational, then they're not supposed to be talked about or expressed. Now, for the woman, the person who's embodied in a woman's body, it's more acceptable. But for everyone, and for men, it's definitely pushed down, which is where one of our biggest struggles between masculine and feminine, male and female, I feel like comes, right? It's because we're repressing an aspect of ourselves that is so incredibly important for our ability to accept all parts of ourselves. So my question to you, to everyone watching is, are you being 100% authentic with how you feel? And oftentimes many clients come to me and they're like, I'm not even sure exactly how I feel, or I'm not even exactly sure of what I want. And I think that it's important to spend time with yourself and create space to tap into your feelings and what you want. Because as women, and this is what I get from a lot of men, Women aren't clear. For instance, you're fighting with your partner and the woman's like, I'm okay. And the man's like, are you sure you're okay? Honey, is everything okay? And she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. She's not fine. And so this creates a confusion for men because it's like, okay, well, if you're going to tell me you're not fine or you're fine, then I'm going to just believe you. But if you're really not fine and you're telling me you're fine and you're wanting me to like dive deeper and be like, honey, are you sure? Like, it doesn't feel like you're fine. That's playing a game. And that's really confusing because you guys, men and women are biologically different. We need different things. We have different ways of communicating. I've talked a lot about the masculine and the feminine energies. Masculine is direct, structure, focused, driven, penetrative, right? We, as women, if we want to better connect to our men or to the masculine energy, being clear and being open and being communicative, if something is wrong, tell the man that something is wrong. His natural instinct is to fix it. And if we, as women, want the thing to be fixed, which oftentimes we do, let's just be honest and open. Like, hey, actually, this is how I'm feeling, and this is what I would like you to help me so that I can overcome this, right? Let's be more communicative and authentic, right? So this is what came up a lot for me in hearing these responses. Now I wanna go back to the men. So some of the other responses that I got from men on this topic was the need to perform and the need to achieve has been so culturally ingrained in our society that this kind of sometimes creates a conflict for men because it's like this desire to like, you know, and I think Joe mentioned this, just like conquest or need to perform or need to achieve. And this can sometimes be why when a man is, let's say, rejected, it can be very hurtful for the male ego. Another man said the male ego is can be fragile. We're taught to be stoic. It's not okay to discuss and talk about feelings. 
And this creates a challenge when communicating with perceived rejection. Again, I want to go back to the fact that this is just perceived rejection. It is incredibly important for every single person, male or female, to take responsibility in the way that you feel. Realizing that your self-worth, this goes for men and women and anywhere in between, your self-worth is not dependent upon how much money you make, upon if the other person is interested in you or not, upon anything external. And when you are not as connected to yourself and you are projecting, which is what we're taught to do in our society. So there is, again, no blame, no fault. Let's have compassion for ourselves and the cultural conditioning that has happened. But when you are putting all of your energy into things outside to confirm and reaffirm your own sense of self-worth, that is a dangerous role. No one will ever be able to fulfill you as much as you can fulfill yourself. We all could truly benefit by taking more responsibility for how we feel, how we show up in the world, and how we show up for one another. And so this is why I believe some of the most important work that anyone could ever be done, it's not what you do in your job that matters most, but rather how you show up for yourself. Because if your sense of self-worth is strong, then it doesn't matter what happens around you. You are connected to the inner strength that resides within you. And this is truly what the modern warrior archetype, which I keep talking about for both men and women, is about connecting to yourself, finding your center, and really feeling the power that lies within, okay? So another thing that men had shared with me was men have a hard time understanding the types of roles they can play with women. For so often in our society, we have been conditioned that connection between male and female is really just oftentimes in a romantic connection. But there are a variety of different ways. And even let's talk about religion for a second, right? Religion has repressed sex and has created a lot of binds around how we can interact with one another. And you guys, if this is resonating, I would love it if you share this out. Share this out to your friends, share this out to the community because this is gonna help us all, right? Helping to connect the masculine and feminine and our own connection to ourselves will all help us better understand one another and cultivate the true deep connection that we all desire. So I really truly do appreciate your shares if you can share it out. So. Coming back to this idea of the roles that men and women are able to play in relating to one another for so long has been repressed by our society and especially by religion. And, you know, I see it a lot living in India. There's been a lot of repression around sex here. And I was at a Tantra festival a couple weeks ago, and you could clearly see the difference between the ways that the Westerners were able to react and connect with one another in a sexual manner, felt a lot more safe than sometimes the way that the locals, because they haven't even been allowed to even touch a woman or see a woman naked, right? And this is important to understand that 
we as a collective can really benefit by beginning to explore the ways that we can support one another and hold one another and share space with one another. That it doesn't have to just be sexually between man and woman. That there can even be a sexual interest on one side, but the other person can just hold the space for the person to feel into their own sexual interest and realize that it's not a two-way street. And being okay with being uncomfortable in that space, right? Being uncomfortable in the space of, hey, maybe I desire you and you don't desire me and that's okay. It's not necessarily rejection. Take your ego out of it. There's something else that this relationship can cultivate. Something beyond what my mind can perceive. Something beyond what I've been culturally conditioned to understand is possible. Some of my greatest relationships have been with the opposite sex in a non-sexual way, which is why I believe that my work with the masculine, my work with when has come to me so strongly because I've been able to hold a space that is not sexual, that is about really creating sometimes a motherly vibe, sometimes a warrior vibe, sometimes whatever, you know? And so this is really important. As men and women, I think it's important to begin to really take a step back and see how can I, what are all the ways in which I can connect to the other person? What are all the ways in which I can have relationships with the opposite gender or even with the same gender, right? So this is really important. And if you guys have questions on this, please let me know. I'm going to be creating a series of workshops and opportunities to grow with one another on these topics and it's your feedback. It's those of you who reach out to me, who share on this live video, who comment, who talk to me about where you're struggling, who become open and vulnerable with me, that I can begin to help all of us reconnect. And I think we all want healthier relationships, right? So, okay. Understanding the roles that we can have, creating clear boundaries. Let's really be honest around how we can show up and create boundaries. Men, if like, to be honest, this is super open and honest and vulnerable here. For some men, if approached in a right way, and I feel that you are connected to yourself and I feel that you are authentic, if you do just want to sleep with me, right? And you share like, Hey, Amanda, like I, you know, try to get to know me first <laughs> a little bit at least. But if you're honest and open, you're like, Hey, Amanda, you know, I'm just going to be really open. Like I feel a sexual attraction here. And I don't know if it's just me, but it's definitely something that I'm open to explore without a, without an expectation. If you could just be open and honest with me, there's a chance I might say yes. But if you just think as though you're going to try to make a move without inviting me, without giving me, the individual, the opportunity to check in with myself and say yes or no, all of a sudden I feel like you're overpowering me and you're not as authentic. I feel that, and this is something that came up to me yesterday in the cafe, a woman, I didn't even talk about this whole situation, she came up to me and shared the exact same story. And she said, I feel as though I can't talk to men and I can't be open with men because I feel as though they're not going to be able to receive me or they're not going to be able to hear it. So this is super important, you guys. If you're just open and honest and say, hey, here's where I am and here's where I want to be and I have no attachments at all, but I just want to be real, I would feel much more safe with you knowing your intentions 
And in that moment, there's a couple things that could happen. Number one, I could say, okay, thank you for being open and transparent with me. And here's where I stand. I'm not really looking for that right now, or I don't feel that sexual connection, or I'm not ready for that. Or to be honest, I don't think it's ever going to be there for me. Right? This is so important for women and for men. And I invite all of you who are listening right now to try these out. If we want to communicate better with one another, if we want to have healthier relationships, if we want to expand our ability to connect and to feel heard and to be vulnerable, because we all want to be vulnerable, men and women, I've heard it right here, right? We have to be honest and open with ourselves. And because there's these games that have been played in this manipulation, whether intentional or unintentional, to try to get what we want, we don't feel safe, especially as women. You guys, consent is sexy. I'm going to say that again. Consent is sexy. There is nothing hotter than a man asking permission to kiss a woman, to touch a woman, to make love to a woman. Because men, what you do when you ask, you create a sense of safety, you put the woman back in her power, and you give her permission to listen to her authentic yes or no. And I believe that if more men created space for women to listen to their own bodies without their own agenda of what they want, but rather just created that opportunity to check in to realize that if we're going to have sex, it is a co-creation. And I've talked to men and women, both sides who have had sex and not been in their full embodied yes, end up feeling like shit afterwards. No one wants that. So can you create space without your own agenda to allow the divine feminine to connect to her yes or no and come from a place of core instead of a place of erogenous excitement and create true relationships and make true love and make love that is sacred again? This is some of the biggest work that I feel I'm being called to do on the planet is to help reconnect ourselves to the most sacred, most powerful act of love. Our sexual energy is some of the most powerful energy we have. And we have not been taught, male or female or anywhere in between, how to connect to it. We learn from porn. We learn from our friends at young ages who don't know what they're doing. We learn how to relate in relationships to our parents. There is not enough communication and conversation around sex and sexual energy. It is beautiful. It should not be shamed by women, by men, or we should not be shaming any of it. It is so, it is literally what creates life and existence. But yet we haven't created the space to have these conversations. And that's what I am doing here and now. So for all of you who are commenting, thank you. For anything that comes up for you, share it here. We are together listening to this vibrational frequency because we all want to wake up 
to our truest potential. We all want to connect deeper. We all want to have more love, more freedom, more abundance. But if we don't talk about it, we're not going to be able to tap into it. And if we can't tap into it, we're not going to be able to expand. So please, again, if this resonates, share it out. Let's help each other. A couple of the last things. Someone said, you know, catering to the man's ego versus helping men understand the varying ways in which women can relate and connect. You guys, I think that, you know, man, there's so many workshops I feel like I can do on this subject alone. It's important because men are always putting themselves out there. They're always needing to perform and they're always putting themselves out there. It's hard, ladies. Let's give the men some appreciation for always taking initiative. For no matter how much the storm is happening, for men choosing to stand in their strength even when they're feeling depressed or vulnerable or like they don't know what the fuck is going on and they're afraid, they continue to stand in their strength. Let's give them some appreciation for how much we have denied the feminine inside our masculine. Let's choose to honor how hard it must be to always put one step forward even when you don't know if you can take the next step. And I think that when it comes to catering to the male ego, as this person put, it's more or less about recognizing the challenges that, that men don't talk about. And this is what happens in my men's circles. I feel so blessed for all of you men who have come to my men's circles and have gathered online because this is what gives me an awareness of how men are feeling and an awareness to the weight that men carry that they don't talk about because it's not okay to talk about the pressures, the need to perform. You guys, in bed, this is huge. But in life, the need to support, the need to be strong. Like, whoa, we ask a lot of our men. So can we soften our hearts and see them as the divine masculine and the warriors that they are and how much they do for us and show that love and appreciation while also helping to expand their awareness of what all is possible because that's what the divine feminine does is she's expansive and she's fluid and she helps to create a bigger picture for what's possible but women we need to be in our divine masculine in order to do that we need to know who we are we need to know what we stand for and we need to be clear because men need clarity in order to act Otherwise, there's too much confusion, right? And I'm using men and women, and please know that this is a spectrum, and it's more or less like divine masculine and divine feminine. I've gone on a lot of topics. Check out my podcast. I have a whole podcast on divine masculine and feminine and the energies and what they are. There's a lot of education that I feel like can be done around here. All right, I'm wrapping it up. Okay, one of the last things I kind of want to talk about, and this is just some of my notes, you guys, there's so much more. And if you guys are resonating, write me, message me, ask me questions. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to serve humanity. I'm here to help do whatever I can to reconnect and help each other understand. But I can't help you unless you help me understand you and where you're at. So the last part, and this is really what's going to be coming up for me. I've been practicing Tantra for the last three years. It's not just sacred sex. It's so far beyond that. And I really, really, really am going to start bringing workshops for masculine and for feminine and for the connection for both of them. And if you have questions and if you're struggling or this is hot for you and you're, it's awake and alive for you, write me so I can have more content to work on so I can provide you with tools that will actually help you. Okay, so here's my last point, which is really good. A man said, 
men have a lot of sexual energy and haven't been taught to channel that energy in the ways that serve their highest self. I think what this man said, men have a lot of sexual energy and haven't been taught to channel that energy in ways that truly serve their highest and best self. I believe that sexual energy, as I mentioned earlier, is one of the most powerful energies we have. It is literally the energy that creates life. And as women, we have been denied our ability to connect to it because we've been shamed for it. As men, they have super, it's more animalistic. Ours is more subtle and more sensual and more from a heart space. That's our natural flow. Of course, we have the sacral and the sexual, you know, sacral chakra as well energy, but it comes more from a heart space. Men, it's often just channeled and stays in the sexual animalistic drive. And let's be honest, women, we love that. Like when it's in the right place, in the right space, we love that energy of that manimal mode. It's beautiful. It is your divine masculine being embodied. It's incredibly sexy when it's used in the right place. But the sexual energy is powerful. And again, going back to what I said earlier, we haven't been taught about sex. We haven't been taught how to connect. We haven't been taught how to channel, how to connect to this energy. And so this is one of the ways that I hope to show up for you, for the women and for the men, is to help to create practices to where you can truly begin to embody your divine. Sexual energy is creativity. It is the juice. For all people, I help people find their soul's purpose and their passion. And a lot of that has to do with the sexual energy, with helping to tap into your creative juices and your yeses and your noes. And so helping men in this space begin to understand and cultivate and use their sexual energy for themselves instead of spilling it out and giving it away is going to not only help us as male and female and masculine and feminine better relate to one another, but it's also going to help us all evolve to the next level of our being. So once again, Tracy, Joe, Elaine, for all of you, Iwan, all of you who tuned in and shared Thank you. Please share this out. This out on your Facebook walls, on your feeds. It's important that we all begin to help each other in this time of awakening. Because you guys, we're awakening. We are awakening. We're awakening to our divine potential. And I am dedicated to helping all of you and each and every single one of you who is on the path to continue on this path. We all have so much to offer. We all have so many gifts to give one another. And it's time that we start tapping into that and start releasing that and start connecting to that so that we can share and help everyone begin to elevate into the next level of their being. Again, thank you to all the men who wrote in. Thank you to all the women who are listening. Please write me, share this, comment. I want to know what worked for you, what didn't work for you, what resonated, what didn't resonate. There is no, you know, right or wrong answer. This is just some of what's come through, and I hope to continue to share it with all of you. So, again, Nathan says, challenge is the opportunity to grow, lots to learn, for us men to rise together as union with and our lovers embodiment. Absolutely. We all have a lot to learn. Again, I host men's circles. This has been a huge, 
thing for me as a woman to do because it gives me an insight on what's going on for men. I sit back. I'm the space holder. I let you men create space for one another, hold each other, connect to one another, be vulnerable. And in that, I'm able to gather tools from listening to help you guys move through whatever it is that's coming up for you, what's awake and alive in your soul and your spirit. Tracy said she shared, thank you, divine one. I appreciate that. Sending you loves from India to Hawaii or wherever you are in the world. Yeah, so if you guys are interested, Joe said, I like touching women's butts. Okay, well, if you ask, then maybe, and she says yes, then that's okay. But if you don't, then that's not okay because there are something as boundaries and we all need to respect our boundaries, whether they're verbal boundaries of, hey, this is what I'm interested in as far as getting tea and not sex or romance or, you know, sexual boundaries. So it's okay to want to touch and to love bodies are beautiful. It's time that we stop the guilt and stop the shame and start truly creating safe and sacred spaces where we can all begin to tap deeper into our highest and best selves. So thank you. Thank you all who are listening. Thank you all who shared. Thank you all who wrote in. And thank you all for being on your path. Thank you for being a part of this community. Be sure to check out the podcast, Driven for Purpose, Reconnecting Mankind, where I share a lot of other topics on this type of stuff that's beyond this. Elaine, namaste. Thank you all. Adios. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content, and together we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.